Hi. What is up, everybody? It is Tiffany Stevens, aka Black Mamba, and I am your host once again for the Planet EJOBN podcast. Um, I wish I had a fancier way to say that because I'm kind of getting tired of saying the letters. <laughs> So I'm going to try to come up with something that's a little bit more fun next time. But it is back. We are back with another week um, full of topics and things from all over to talk about with you guys this week. So I am back once again. I have my usual suspects with me. We have Jensen, Kyle, Jerry, and Terrence. And we're getting ready to have another fun-filled show for you guys this week. So with that, fellas, go ahead and introduce yourself. Man, back again, Jensen, aka J Start nineteen oh six, my Instagram name. Uh, here to talk about topics with uh my fellow nerds, and I'm happy to be back again. All right, hello, what's up, everybody? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hello, everybody. This is uh, this is Cassio with Cassio Logic. Um, I'm very happy also to be here with uh with EGLBN, and I'm glad you all are joining uh, us on our extraordinary journey. So, we got a podcast for you. Yes, we sure do. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Kyle, better known as your friendly neighborhood, The Fallen Marvel. What's up, everybody? Here to chop it up with my fellow Blurred. So, let's get it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Rangers, Riders, and Magical Girls. It's Toku Terry once again. I'm just glad to be here. Glad to talk about what's new in the entertainment world with my fellow Blurreds. Okay, I need to get a better intro. Like Terrence, I'm getting tired of your intro being buried in mine. Like every podcast, <laughs> I'm, I get jealous every time I hear it. So I'm gonna make it a personal thing to try to work on my introduction because I need something to fly as yours. Your shit isn't that fly. The rest of y'all is okay, but like Terrence is like that fly. So I, I just gotta throw that out there. All right, we all trying to get like, <laughs> all trying to get like Toby Terry. Everybody, right? Like basically, we all gotta get up on his level. We all are not on his level. Um. All right, so we have a lot of things to talk about this week. Obviously, it is just a busy world out there in every single category. Um, um, so today we have just another uh, show of just just a lot of things going on. I, honestly, out there between the, the gaming and the entertainment world mostly. But obviously, we got some things happening um, in the comic world too. So today we're going to talk about the last Ronin reveal. We're going to talk about... Halo Infinite development took a couple of little hits this week. Uh, the fact that Cyberpunk has been pushed back. Um, Tom Holland has been casted. Cast? Casted? What's the right word to say? Anybody jump in? Cast? Cast. Okay. Tom Holland has been cast as Nathan Drake. So that is going on. Um, the, Power, the Power Rangers franchise is getting a brand new lead. So we're going to talk about that. And as we all seem to be a common theme on our podcast, we're always talking about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> this this time is no different because Jared Leto. Jared Leto apparently is coming to the Justice League. So that is what we're talking about on the show today. So let's go ahead and get it kicked off with talking about the last Ronin. And I believe that is Jensen's topic. That's so, your boy. Jensen, let's, <laughs> let's take it away. All right. Well, first of all, my prediction was wrong. Uh, Who was your prediction? I thought it was Janika. I thought Janika was going to be it. Oh. I really? thought she was going to be the last round. Hmm. I know. I know. I mean, there have been 
Like, wait. So that would have been the greatest twist in the history of twist. People, <laughs> honestly, people probably would riot if it would have been Shinichi. I'd be real honest with you. But, um, <laughs> but you know, when they when it revealed it, un, you know, unfortunately, before, you know, like, I mean, not just revealed it, like, somebody just like, all right, I'm going to post this and be edge, like, oh, it was articles <laughs> everywhere. If you yeah. were any type of nerve or anything of that nature, a page, you, it was all composed about it. And it was just, it, excuse me, and it was discussions um, about it. And I mean, Mike, Michael, Michelangelo, I'm not surprised. Honestly, I'm not surprised at all about it. Him being the hothead of everybody, and this is him kind of growing up. No, uh, no, I'm sorry, not him. Raph the other hothead. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo was the one that was kind of nonchalant. I got him mixed up, my bad. He, he was the nonchalant one per se, but honestly, he had the. I believe Splinter said that he actually was the most talented, but his mm-hmm. attitude, his nonchalantness. So I guess, and then you know, the most nonchalant won't be the one that's that's still the last one. Now, what now? I'm expecting this to be honestly an all-time great one. I mean, huh. they pushing this back. Like the next issue, not even come out to December. Hmm. I don't mm, know exactly mm, what mm. day in December, and that's if it don't get pushed back again. But I mean, the hype for it, how everybody was talking about it, how everybody was, um, who is 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 you know? I, I think the most, I think the most one, the most. I'm sorry. The, the one that had the most picks to me was like Leonardo, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all correct me. I think I saw Leonardo more than everybody before we found yeah. out who exactly was. Yeah, you know? most people. Yeah, most people expected to be Leonardo since you know Leonardo was the one who was always the most samurai-like, despite being a freaking ninja. So mm-hmm. finding out there was a turtle call, running around calling himself a Ronin, most people expected to be Leo. Mm-hmm. I think Don yeah. Donny probably yeah. been second. I want to say. As far as kids, but yeah, that was the. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. I was, I was gonna say that was um honestly, um like I wanted to see you know what I'm saying um Michelangelo as uh the the the, the last Ronin, he's he's the person that I was most excited to see like repri- you know like um take on that responsibility, you know what I mean? Because we're so used to him basically kind of like making jokes and making light of everything. To mm-hmm. see something so heavy on his shoulders is a great character arc for him. Fact. So, like I said, we'll see where this goes. Um, I'm wondering if we'll see, like, some fan favorites. Not just other turtles, like, you know, or, or even this version. Like, is there is there another version of Pete Bobble Rocksteady here? Is there a Shredder here right now? Is there Casey Jones or Baxter Stockton? Is there versions of him? Or did they survive or whatever's going on? Or do we get somebody new? Like, how we got Janika? Is there... Somebody knew they're introduced, or his Shredder's granddaughter, Kara, uh, is she still around? So I feel like they, the, I feel like it will be the hype, honestly, of what they got going on. That's my take. That's my personal take on it. I mean, personally, for me, like, I'm glad it wound up being Mikey. I definitely would, I would have been doubly glad if it was Donnie because Donnie's Agreed. been. Mm-hmm. That was my Donnie's been my favorite like since day one. 
and i felt that like he a lot of times he was criminally underutilized in a lot of situations but i mean i'm I'm glad that it was mikey because the thing is is that him or donnie were would have been the surprise pick it being raf or leo that's that would have been like the safe pick like that would have been easy for them to just say like oh it could have been leo or raf because both of them have taken that type of position before where they went off on their own to do such and such or whatever so the thing is if they would have done it it wouldn't have had the type of impact uh it would have been if they would have chosen donnie and mikey and with mikey kind of being you know essentially the baby of the bunch and the one that that they didn't really take seriously as much but was the one i think was underestimated the underestimated the most so with it being him with him taking on the responsibility of avenging his brothers i think is an awesome story to take because it's basically taking someone that we know who is a bit more lovable and whimsical and all of that and have him go against type because that's always interesting when you have characters that you've already kind of used to that go against type in an interesting way like a la you know an injustice superman and they're on go for it it's like it's really cool sometimes when you see a beloved character sometimes go against type and i just Mm -hmm. think this is one of those situations where it just works it it just really works and like i'm looking forward to see where this story goes um I um I so I've been the one on the um in our our little group that does not read as many comics as the rest of you do. Um, I actually been planning on picking this one up because um, so me personally, obviously my favorite one is Raph. I kind of wanted it to be him, but I knew it wasn't going to be him. Raph was my pick, but I knew it wasn't mm-hmm. going to be him for reasons that everybody has already said. He was the easy choice. He's mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. like gone gun-ho he's already done missions and things where he's you know had to do solo or he maybe he just went solo to avenge somebody to prove himself or you know whatever the case may be always try always fighting to be seen on the same level as leonardo but you know wanting to be respected as kind of like the leader of the team because he kind of knew his capabilities but then he also had moments where he realized that i think there were some things that he realized he kind of lacked in leadership too that leo had you know what i'm saying so it makes sense like all you guys said michelangelo being the ronin makes absolute sense because he is the one that you wouldn't guess that you wouldn't know if he had it in him unless he was put into a situation where he had to be the one to kind of step up become more serious whatever this storyline is about because i haven't read too many details on it but whatever the storyline is about whether it's you know just trying to live on in their memory it could be a little bit of revenge. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know what the storyline is, but him being the last Ronin makes absolute and complete sense. And getting to see Michelangelo in this much more serious light, this darker light that um, might be a little scary because, you know, Michelangelo was a comic relief. Michelangelo, mm-hmm. you know, was kind of like the heart. You know, he's kind of that one that rallies everybody and, you know, gets everybody not to take themselves so seriously, you know, you know, but he's dependable too. So I'm sure it's a much darker comic. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing him basically by himself, you know, trying to honor the memories of his brothers, you know what I'm saying? And Splinter and whatever. And it's just, and I'm, I'm a little nervous to read it because 
I'm no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> you know, and all mm-hmm. that because you know, I'm sure Michelangelo is having dark moments. You know what I'm saying? When when he's by himself and it's silence and maybe the walls are, you know, feel like they're closing in on him and you know, he has to keep himself motivated to keep going and doing whatever it is that he's doing in this comic. So I'm actually looking forward to it. And again, I'm the one that doesn't read a lot of, you know, comments compared to all of you guys, but I actually am planning on getting this one because I, I really am interested to see who he, Michelangelo is now, like what happened, who he is and what he's trying to do in this mini series, um, this comic mini series that it is. Cause I know it's not a, um, it's not a permanent storyline. At least I don't think it is. I know it's a mini series. It's a limited series. So, um, I'm interested to see in this one, so that's my little two cents on this one. <clears throat> okay, I actually did a little a little reading um, on the um, on the comic the comic myself. Um, not not to give some things away, but we're definitely going to see some old faces, like Jensen was um, was asking about. We'll definitely see uh, Casey Jones and April O'Neil and a few other people. You know, what I mean, I'm not going to spoil the entire thing or whatever, but um, we're, we're definitely going to see some familiar faces as well as some like new people they're introducing as well you know so um i completely and totally agree with um with black mamba about um you know seeing michelangelo in these dark moments and things like that it's, it's definitely going to be something that we're not used to but i i gotta admit i'm i'm here for it you know like i am completely and totally here for it because you know seeing um a, a turtle kind of like um you know have these one i'd say one dimensional personalities but being able to kind of like predict what a, what a, how a turtle's going to behave in certain situations sometimes it gets kind of um, kind of old a little bit and to see a person like Michelangelo be put into like a life or death situation where the fate of his entire you know all of his brothers the rest on his shoulders I just I find that just intriguing you know yeah I wonder if um, and again for anybody who's kind of read it obviously don't spoil it but. I do wonder if in the series they're going to talk about or maybe have like a flashback of like what happened to each turtle, you know, like how he got to be by himself. I wonder if they're going to, you know, or I'm, I'm sure there may be like flashback moments where maybe he's thinking about different instances he's had with each one of his, one of his brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really wonder if they're going to do that. I kind of hope that they do. For people like me who, you know, because I don't know if this is connected to any other uh, turtle story. You know what I'm saying? So like for people like you guys, where you guys read comics, if it's referencing to any of the story, you might know if you read, you know, turtle comics. You know what I'm saying? Versus like me, not really knowing, you know what I'm saying? If if it's it's connected, if it's referring back to, you know, another panel or action or a place or a moment. You guys may know that because you read other turtle comics, but I don't. So I wonder if, you know, if these comics are going to contain any of that for like people like me who may not read it. But obviously you want to get some of that background on, you know, what happened or any shared moments that he's having um, flashbacks or whatever. I wonder if the comics are going to do that. I hope it does. That was just a little random two cents. (laughs) A little random random two cents right there. Terrence, do you have anything to, to add on this topic at all? Uh, yeah, just that from issue one, it doesn't seem like it's connected to the current timeline. It seems okay. like it's just, it seems like it's just a possible future. Um, yeah. Mini Rand, I'm kind of sick of every possible future we're shown in comics. 
being a dystopian reality where all of our friends are dead. Can we just have one dystopian? <laughs> can we just have one possible future where it's like everyone's happy and healthy, and the next generation is excited to be learning from their parents? Just one? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice, yes. but it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make for a good conflict, unfortunately. <laughs> It, man, I just, uh, I mean, it It would be interesting to see what they do with, like, a, a, a different take. Now, they have they have done this to some degree in, you know, other banners where, uh, like, under other comic book companies with stories where, you know, things have kind of changed and, like, a little for the better and so forth. And it's not, like, a whole lot of, you know, strife going on and you know whatever have you so because i mean only thing i could think about when like you know kind of going off brand a little bit like marvel did it a little bit with the generations little uh miniseries they did a little bit with uh uh iron heart where she went to a future where uh tony uh basically became sorcerer supreme in the future and and like you know the world was kind of like in a better place than it once was or whatever and it was just like and of course you know everybody knows how tony stark is and like she's thinking like dude how how like <laughs> you know? right so i mean you know it's i like i like always like reading you know like what if type of storylines and stuff like that you know whether or not it winds up being like a shit show like in the future or not like i usually enjoy them if done right as long as the story interesting it's just like hey like i'm 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 there for it yeah it'll be an interesting storyline i think oh for um, sure so um as it was uh, already kind of mentioned um the second so the first issue did drop uh yesterday according to a site that i'm looking at it dropped on october 28th um, that was chapter one. Uh, chapter two drops on December 16th. Chapter three, February 17th of next year. Uh, chapter four, April 14th. And then chapter five, May 19th. So that is assuming that these dates don't get, you know, pushed back or released early. But it's going to be December, then February, then April, and then May. So it seems like they're given like a month. A month and a you know a couple of weeks between each issue. So either obviously they're doing it on purpose or they really are trying to build up. <laughs> they really are trying to build up that you know that anticipation for um, for the next uh, the next drop. Yeah, so they're just, definitely giving people time to stew on this for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. So just for so again, just for anybody who's listening. Um, October 20th was the first, December 16th, February 17th, April 14th, May 19th. So it's going right on into next year. Makes sense. All right. Mm -hmm. um, okay. For some reason, I'm going to put this out there. For some reason, we did lose the light-skinned assassin. So I'm sure he'll be back <laughs> at some <laughs> point. So with that, we are going ahead and we're going to move to our next subject which is um, the Power Rangers franchise. So this was something that Toku Terry wanted to discuss because apparently Power Rangers are getting a brand new lead. 
So okay, well, okay. yeah, they have a new lead writer. They have a new lead um, creative director in Jonathan Entwistle. He's come on board to direct the sh- the new film and any television adaptations that will be connected to the film. So not only that, but they have a new director. But they have a new director in someone's boy, Brian Edward Hill, who is a prolific African American creator known for Black, Revenge of Magic, and I uh, and Titans. And finally, we don't know what her role is, but Millie Bobby is has been um is being looked at. To play one of the Rangers in the new film, in the new film, which I find it weird that they're hiring people to act in it when they haven't finished the dang script yet. But you know what? I don't work for Hollywood. This is not my job. They probably know something I don't know. Wait, should I know who Millie Bobby? What's her name? Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. She's the um, girl from Stranger Things. Thank you. She plays Eleven. Thank oh, you. she's going to the Power Ranger project. Mm-hmm. That's the yep. that's the rumor. It's, what? it's so far. It's on, so far only we got this covered has mentioned it. So oh, know, exactly. Never so mind. you know, so, so, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I don't know. I actually came across something. I didn't read it, so don't quote me on this. But I definitely saw something that was teasing the possibility of her taking over as the Red Ranger, like the leader. That's of, the uh, that's Mighty one of the rumors. Like. Because they're they believe she's going to be the lead, so they're assuming if she's the lead, she's the Red Ranger. Despite the fact that in several seasons the Red Ranger wasn't the leader, like oh look, here's Time Force with Jen Scott with the Pink Ranger being the leader for most of the season. I don't know how I feel about that. I need her not to get stuck in the Power Rangers franchise. What you got against Power Rangers? Listen, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't have anything against Power Rangers, but you tell me. What else have you seen those main actors do outside of Power Rangers? That was that was notable. Amy um, Jo Johnson did Flashpoint. Ha. That is a cartoon. No, Flashpoint. No, it's not. Flashpoint what? is a is a police drama. That's a different Flashpoint. Oh, I'm yeah, thinking comic not... Flashpoint. Okay. Nah, so nah, nah, nah. So far, that's one thing. One. Anything else? Um, okay, John- so Austin St. John became a paramedic. Austin St. John became a paramedic and was saving people's lives in the Middle East. On what? Oh, no, no. That's real life. No, see, you're, you're holding... Yeah, she's talking... Oh, you're talking about um, acting. I'm talking right? about, in, yeah, in the acting. Oh, okay, okay, world. okay. In acting, then. Oh, my God. Of in acting. Something, of something that was reputable or notable. Not, oh, not like an underground thing. Okay. Not like a John, home okay. video Johnny Young thing. Bo- <laughs> Johnny Young Bosch. He is... Quite a he was Adam the second Black Ranger and he's quite a famous voice actor. You that's might've... voice acting. That's voice acting. That's not that counts. That counts. counts. Listen, listen, listen. I'm talking about the way I'm talking about the way uh Mark Hamill got stuck <laughs> as Luke Skywalker. So he was ever a lot of these people, Power Rangers is what you know them for. Voice acting aside, like yes, voice acting is dope. I mean, I'm, I have nothing against voice acting, but voice acting was your first thing. You didn't tell me a miniseries that they starred on, a couple I, of really big roles in movies or TV shows. Voice acting well, was yeah. your first answer. Well, hey, you like Brian Cranston got his early start as a voice actor. 
Right. Well, who is he empowering? Bobby Brown. Yes, he's he actually voiced, he actually he voiced the one of the monsters in Power Rangers. He was several yeah, monsters, actually. Y'all, we I see, like y'all are doing... Jerry knows what I'm trying to say. Y'all doing some mantis. All right. Um, All right. Um, if, if, you, if you want something notable, I have two. I have two right off the bat, and it's fairly it's fairly more recent. Both Rose McIver, and who you know is, uh, if you've seen the show, iZombie. She was a Yellow Ranger in RPM, as well mm-hmm. as the, uh, I can't remember the uh, gentleman's name that was the leader on the same series. Oh, but oh he, he's, he's gone on to do other acting projects, too, notably in, uh, in uh, was it Je- the Jessica Jones series? Because he was Malcolm. Yeah he, yeah, he was Malcolm in the Jessica Jones series. He was one of the um, gladiators in Spartacus. Yeah, Ecker Darfield gets his money. So that's two. That's so three. basically, you're saying like three. It's like the majority. <laughs> that's, okay, the majority that, of the you. actors. Is Jerry, this, what you're trying you. to say is the majority of the actors that's basically been in Power Rangers haven't really done anything past Power thank Rangers. You. That's, that's the exactly point. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's I just, yeah. But it's not. <laughs> just, in, but I'm, we're just you. illustrating that it's not impossible for them to have done. No, so that, and that's not what I was saying. I wasn't saying that it wasn't possible. What I said was, I hope she doesn't get stuck. Because yeah, not a majority of them don't do anything else outside of, and Millie is popular. Like my hope is that because Millie is so popular from Stranger Things, she had a Nola Holmes on Netflix with Henry Cavill. You know what I'm saying? She's done a couple of other things. So my hope is because she's kind of star power before getting into Power right. Rangers, so that way she yeah. can keep doing stuff. Because yeah, well, yeah I don't like want her to, I don't want her to get stuck. Oh, she's like not. other like, I don't have. think yeah she, don't. she's not I think she's already well past that point with getting stuck in as a power ranger like the thing is like most of us most of us already know her as 11 and even then with that being said like she's done other stuff noteworthy that doesn't really corner her just as that character so she'll be fine <laughs> yeah uh, I, I agree I think maybe Bob Brown will be fine yeah Thank you, Jerry, because I felt Sorry. like nobody was understanding what I was what I was no, trying to say. I, I feel you. I'm, I'm I'm here to help out whoever, whoever. Because you know, I see you struggling a little bit. You know, talking about try to come through in the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really struggling. They was just trying to debate me, and we wasn't talking about the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I just, That's you know, you know how y'all y'all like to pick on me because I'm the only girl out here. That's okay. I just, uh, um, um, anything else about uh Anything else, Toku Terry, about Power Rangers? Uh, for those of you who are reading Dragon Rising, my boy Jason is still is still the OG. Kimberly holding down as as the leader, but my boy Jason still is still the Tyrannosaurus. And uh, for those of you who watched the crossover last last week, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> and then when all the Zords teamed up. Oh my god. And then when they put all the weapons from the three dino teams together to finish off Goldar Maximus, oh my god. <laughs> and uh and then when and then when all all four of the teams teamed up and Jason hit the hit his morphin time and my in the in the four in the, my inner four year old was like, dude and and my um twenty six year old self was like, dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And for I don't know, I'm actually I glad they're doing. Oh, my bad. No, no, I, just, I was just gonna say I hope everyone understood what I just said. Yeah, I don't yeah. Power Rangers, so I'm oh. gonna let y'all express y'all excitement. I haven't watched it in a long time, so 
I'm actually glad personally. I'm actually glad, you know what I'm saying, that um they're doing something else with the franchise. Not saying that the um the film they made a few years back was a 2017, I believe. Um not saying there's anything that's really wrong with that film, but I guess it didn't really get a lot of traction, you know what I mean? And um there I don't I don't think there was a there was a sequel, you know what I'm saying, uh, put in the works for that, but I mean the um the Power Rangers is they're they're a fun fun franchise, you know what I'm saying? Um is is all about nostalgia in the nineties and things like that. So I mean it's cool to see these things reprised, you know. But but yeah, I'm excited to see what they what they do with it, honestly. Kyle, Jensen? Um, I think everything has already been said. It's just kind of just see where they go with it from here. Like it still kind of saddens me that they're kind of leaving the uh the most recent reboot kind of like in the wind because i thought there was a lot of potential there but you know i i i i I understand like i i hate it but you know it's (laughs) you know it's it's one of those things you know something doesn't necessarily work for studio or company whatever they may decide to go ahead and move on but you know i mean i mean look at ninja turtles they had to reboot that after the out of the shadows movie came out and rightfully so because uh, (laughs) Bay, Bay Turtles didn't work. <laughs> it just nah, didn't. Not at all. <laughs> <Or> gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not even a physical even, appearance. It's I don't, even, I don't even want to get started on that. Man. All right. Uh, best leave that in the past where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just want to say um, Lord Drake is one of the best comic villains we've ever got in the past couple of years. I've been hearing he, that. No I, cap. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he no was cap. during he he was during Shattered Grade, but he's starting to get into that weird zone where they're overexposing him because he keeps showing back up. And I'm like, guys, don't don't kill the idea. Don't don't kill, kill the cool factor. If they they gonna, they gonna start doing him. Boom gonna start doing him like Thanos. Anything in comics, anything that's gonna be going on crazy, he's gonna be somewhat involved in. Because the well, first of all, the Rangers universe isn't just just big or big. I could say like that. So most of everything, even wise since he's since he's been introduced, is gonna be involved with him. So uh, yeah, eventually they're gonna like like Thanos. Well, not like Thanos right now in comics. He hasn't been seen in months now. He just got back. They killed yeah. him off. They killed him off a little bit. They, I said they're gonna do that with Dragon. I mean, if it's working, it's working. Keep him. Shit, ain't nobody. I don't, I don't see too He'll many people complaining. <laughs> he he will be back. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I have seen complaints because like everyone is terrified that he's going to be the new Green Ranger, and they're all yelling about how much they don't want that. Well, we'll see how this new villain goes because supposedly the god of this universe that Dragon left um, a failsafe for. The, like, well, if I die, you can have. So some being. Oh no 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 no! You're talking about Dragon New Rising. Yeah, they they revealed what that was. The uh, it's not a god. It turned out to be a signal to signal Dark Specter to come to Earth. Yeah, some type of yeah, like honestly. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who don't remember Power Rangers in Space, Dark Specter was the big bad. He was like the anti Zordon. He was this ancient force of evil who even Zed was afraid of. And in the Shattered Grid in the Coinless Universe, turns out. Dark Spectre, instead of instead of kidnapping Andromeda, it looks like Andros was the one who went evil. So, Ooh. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that, Terrence. He, he said it better than I could. Yeah. So, that, <laughs> so yeah, so that's going to be a whole... So, obviously, they're going to take us back to the coinless universe again for a third miniseries, just from the way the this second miniseries ended. Now, we... They're just going to keep taking us. They're just going to keep making miniseries in this universe, aren't they? Like, just just like every six or so months after the normal timeline gets a gets a good storyline, they're like, "Hey, you guys want to check in on the coinless? No, too bad. We're checking in on the coinless." <laughs> I mean, they got to have something to do with like. I mean, in between. Yeah. I guess main big bads or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's you know you know in order obviously if a comic franchise is going to have to continue, it's like hey they they got to have something take place like some got to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. All right, so yeah, that's everything I think. All right. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is a gaming update. <clears throat> So, Yay. yeah, see, this is this is something I can like really get on. I'd be quiet for a lot of time, but I'd be here, but I'd be quiet. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> with so there's a lot going on, obviously. It seems like every day there is something happening in the gaming world, the tech world. It's too much for us to talk about in one show, or we may have to have one show dedicated to gaming. Um, right. but we got a couple of things to talk about with this one, which is um, Halo Infinite development experienced a couple of hiccups this week. Um, Cyberpunk has been pushed back to December. And Tom Holland, I try to get excited. Did you hear Kyle? No. You, heard it. you don't want to acknowledge it, but you heard it. You did your best. Uh, I did. I heard no such thing. Tom Holland, I tried again, um, is uh, Nathan Drake. And so they're filming for uh, that movie has, I think, has started, obviously, since the past success has started. So, Fallen Marvel, go ahead and start us off. Well, uh, basically, we got to kind of hit this thing running with uh, your, your favorite franchise, Halo. So, uh, apparently, it's, it's been two things this past uh, week. The first being that uh 343 industries decided to remove traditional color customization in the core game you have to pay a premium for that now so if you want to have a color armor coating for your spartan and other things or whatever well you're gonna have to reach into your wallet just a little bit more paying this game so uh needless to say fans are not and I repeat, are not happy with that at all. So it's, um, you know, I believe it was, you know, I'm not the biggest Halo expert. So I'm, I'm going to ask this uh, for, uh, for Tiffany. Like now, obviously, color, I, I'm safe to assume that color customization in Halo has kind of been a long running staple, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so needless to say, people are unhappy that it, it that you have to pay a premium to have that option again. So, um, yeah, uh, they, they are not happy. And uh, and uh, more so on to that, uh, the I forget my man's name. It was Chris Chris Lee, Chris Lee, who was the main director 
of Halo Infinite has stepped away from the project. Yeah. Uh, more than likely. More than likely, uh, probably some of the higher ups probably kind of pushed him out of that position. And they've brought in like a couple other uh, people who've worked on the series previously to kind of uh, handle the single player campaign and someone else for the multiplayer campaign. And they still state that Chris Lee is still an employee of Microsoft. He's just not working on this game anymore. <laughs> and it's probably there, there's been some talk to say that's probably been the thing not long after the initial showcase of Halo Infinite. So this has probably been something that they've been orchestrating for quite a while, and they just decided to drop the news this past week. So yeah, like um it, it's got some folks work, to say the least. <laughs> so um yeah. So uh, I will say so just so when Xbox obviously you know came out with their um their reveal so to speak and I think we all kind of tuned in to watch everything that was going on they mm -hmm. demoed Halo Infinite Halo Infinite was shown during the showcase right as somebody who's been playing Halo since the first one it's Halo like me personally <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I didn't see anything wrong with how it looked. Like nothing. Now I will agree that if you if if you have to pay a premium to get like something extra, that is kind of whack because you have never had to do that in previous, you know, Halo games. Mm -hmm. But it looked like a Halo game. It moved like a Halo game. Like people were talking about like some of the movements was kind of choppy. It didn't whatever. So one. Mm -hmm. I need people to understand that when we saw it, it wasn't finished yet. So let's make that clear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right there. But then two, yeah. it's a Halo game. Like it looks like Halo to me. Like I, I guess I'm I guess I'm a little bit stuck trying to figure out again with with that news aside about having to pay that premium. That aside, because I understand that. But with mm -hmm. other people's complaints, I didn't get it. Because the gameplay looks like the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe because as a gamer, I'm kind of picky on some things, but I've learned to kind of I choose my battles when it comes to gaming. And I just it wasn't enough to piss me off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't a lot of the development things that they're trying to say that's wrong with Halo Infinite and whatnot. Like I didn't I didn't see that when I when I saw, you know, what was showcased. I didn't have a problem with anything because it looks like a classic Halo game. So yeah, I, I, I will play devil's advocate in degree. Um, when I first watched it, looking at the gameplay itself, I was like, I didn't necessarily see anything like wrong with it. Now, actually, looking back on it in hindsight, I can see where some of the gripes were. And it's like, now nah, I'm, I'm not going to say that like all of them were legitimate. Some of them were kind of petty, but uh the oh I, I i think where for one where they messed up at and i don't know if it was just a simple fact that they were kind of pressured into showing something because up to that point you know it was mostly just news and just trailers or just you know the the gaming director of of, of a specific game coming out and speaking on something really quick with no gameplay but Honestly, I really, I really feel like what really messed them up initially was showing 
that clean ass cinematic at the beginning before showing the gameplay because that, it was a mile it was a miles miles of differences between the two. So. Okay, so I will say this because you may have a point that that now that that is a valid argument I can kind of see. So, but for anybody who played the last Halo, it was kind of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the cinematics, the cinematics are the cinematics because you know we're in a we're in. What what level generation of gaming are we? Where that shit's just fucking tight, you know what I'm saying or whatever. Yeah. But the game, yeah. so on that I can agree because now if now you know what, let me stop. I'll stop right there because you now that I can agree with your point because the cinematics mm-hmm. kind of look like Destiny type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like mm-hmm. this clean crisp, but then you get to the gameplay and the gameplay kind of looks like Halo Two. That I can agree right. with. I can agree with that right there. But as <laughs> right. remember, it was unfinished at the time. So, yeah, I mean, but even then, it's like even with something that's like that's still in development. Like, granted, it's like it's like yeah, and it's like it's a lot of cases like games that's still in development definitely look like they're out of like alpha like form at that point, and it's like it really seemed like at the end of it, like they still had some ways to go as far as like what the game was supposed to bring because. To be honest, like, I mean, you see a couple of gameplay features that's a little bit new, but when you kind of, like, are, like, front and center what they showed you, it really didn't blow you away. Like, it just kind of looked... That's what I was saying. Like, it looked like, like Halo 2 graphics. Yeah, with especially Halo. with Buddy... Yeah, especially, yeah. like, with Buddy doing that speech at the end of it, and it was just kind of like, ugh, <laughs> what? Buddy, okay, you are now, hard to look now, at. Like, <laughs> now, listen, I will tell you... Also, my disappointment, again, as somebody that's been playing Halo since the beginning, my disappointment is this game, at least from what I saw, right? Because they haven't, with all this hoopla going around and everything, like taking the game back after the world cries, you know, and everything and whatever. But from what we saw, okay, it doesn't look like they're continuing from the previous game, the story. Mm -hmm. The story from the last Halo, from anybody that's played, Cortana is the villain. So for anybody who knows Cortana, Cortana is Master Chief's little AI, right? Right. So she's right. the one who's been assisting Master Chief. They've been through all kinds of shit. Because she's an AI and she's self-aware, she kind of fell in love with Master Chief. She saved this dude's life like countless times. He done he done went off mission and avoided shit just because he had to like go rescue Cortana when she got, you know what I'm saying? So like it's a whole it's it turned into like a a human AI kind of love story. You know what I'm saying? And in the last game, she is the villain. Like, she has taken over AIs from different ships and different universes and ancient technology and all this stuff. And she's like, I realize the problem is humans. So I got to do something about y'all. That's basically where I had the last game. <laughs> so I'm looking right. at this game. And it kind of, again, going back to Destiny, it kind of, for anybody who's played Destiny, it reminded me of when the uh, the story that dropped where you, the Guardians was against the, the, the Cabal, the guy. I forget his name. Um, mm-hmm. For anybody who's played Destiny, you guys know who I'm talking about. That storyline where the, the, the basically a Cabal came, they invaded you know, our sanctuary, and they basically took out the traveler or tried to suck the power from the traveler and kill the speaker. Like it was a whole thing. He right. reminds yeah. me 
of that dude because this dude's like basically I've been traveling the universe trying to find somebody powerful and you seem like you're it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Who are you? You ain't Corey I can see, I can understand like graphics, cinematic wise versus gameplay wise. I absolutely, I can agree. I can, I can own that. I think you're right. And I do agree that that's a, that's a cause for to be upset because all this money, we need a game that looks more realistic than the last Halo we played. Cause the last Halo we played, the graphics was kind of dope. So right. for me, my main complaint is the storyline seems like it's completely new. We ain't getting our Cortana continuation cause that chick is out there somewhere in fucking space. You know, with a whole lot of fucking technology and ancient, you know, AIs and all this. I mean, like, we got a problem. Like, we have a major problem in Cortana, and I'm gonna need for us to go get that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know <laughs> right. where it came from. So, as far as Halo, that's my main complaint. So, I guess it's been pushed back now. It's not canceled. It's just been pushed back. So now I, I don't know what they're gonna do with the whole franchise. I'm interested to see because Halo is a flagship for Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like it's like what God of War is to PlayStation. It's a flagship mm-hmm. game for Xbox, and I mean, they can't just drop it. Oh, they're not like they're they're not gonna miss out on making a new Halo game. But just as it stands, you know, we don't know exactly when we're gonna see it because it's been pushed back like a a significant amount of time. Even yep. you know, yep. in you know, in that I guess like in talking about that, like we'll. Uh, I would like to hear some of the other guys' uh, points when it comes. All right, to this we just kind of so took like, over this. Yeah. <laughs> took over this Sorry. Yes. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, well, um, for me personally, it's just good to be back in Master Chief's gigantic, gigantic super boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't really uh you know, comment much on um Halo uh franchise, and you know, I mean, honestly, it's just uh. Yeah, I'm actually more interested in cyberpunk to be completely honest about it. <laughs> but right, I'll just wait for you guys to get to that. Well, I mean, we're talking about. Well, I don't play Halo, so I have no other uh, take on it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play? Nah, I never did play Halo. That's why I ain't said nothing. I, don't, I, I just never played Halo, so that's why I've been kind of quiet on this subject. That's fair. That's fair. So I guess with that being said, we can segue into the now delayed for the fourth time Cyberpunk 2077, Mm -hmm. which has now been moved to December 10th. Yep. So obviously, I think all of us who play games on here, I think Cyberpunk is probably one of the games that we're of this year that we have been looking out for the most. And um, a statement got released the other day um, by the developer, by Pro- by uh, Project Red, that basically says that they're pushing the date out to December 10th um, because they, they state, and this is, I'm reading their statement. Um, so they say one of the biggest challenges for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC all at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of the game um mm-hmm. while while they're all working from home obviously damn covid um so since cyber since cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards being almost a next-gen title somewhere along the way we needed to make sure everything worked well and every version runs smoothly 
we're aware that it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 20, you know, basically asking if someone can say that 21 days can make a difference in such a massive and complex game, but they believe that it really does. So according to them, the delay is shipping. Well, that's cool. I mean, as long as I give me a good game at the end of all of this, you know, so not, I'm happy they ain't push it back to 2021 like they've been right. doing everything else. Right. I'm I'm just like, look, ladies and gentlemen, look, you guys don't remember, like I would say probably about two or three generations ago where games used to either get delayed or just outright just cancel. Just cancel them. Yep. So, yeah. So it's like, look, when yeah. something like that happens now, y'all should be grateful that they're trying to take more time to fit to fix whatever they need to fix, because it's like even at the point where it's like you get to a point where the game is probably for the most part it probably is for the most part finished but it's probably like aspects that they obviously added to the game that they have to make sure run smoothly because it's like needless to say from the little bit that we have seen and even some like the uh the the short promos that we saw for it i'm sure that there is going to be a lot of things to do in this game because i could tell that like it's it's definitely going to be something that's going to be one of a kind and like in its own right. And it, and they're trying to make sure that this thing is as polished as it possibly can. So for folks to get that butt hurt, to have to wait an extra month to the point where you guys are sending the dev developers death threats. Like you guys need y'all need to sit down. Y'all y'all really need to sit down and never, never, ever pick up another stick ever. Like, no, no, just, no, no, no. Don't, don't you just, just go home and fix your lives. Don't, don't do anything else. Just go fix yourself and your life. No, don't don't go home because you're probably already home. Go to a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where all this anger stems from. Might be you're home, good advice. You're only wings and, and Mountain Dew, okay? And you're not doing anything. You ain't getting no sun. You ain't getting you get no sun in your pores. Okay, so go book some time with therapists if you got to send death threats because it's just like 30 days. Like it's just 30 days. 20, 21 days. I'm sorry. 21 days from their room. It's less than 30. That's the top. That's what we're saying is it's unhealthy and you need to stop. Exactly. Send exactly. no fictional no game gets you upset to whatever happened when you send death threats. That's not like never. I said, that's, that's uh, you need to real. Uh, agreed you know and and especially to the point you know we're 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 all here you know what i'm saying trying to figure out life right now you know what i mean so it is you know these people are still working you know hard to give you a product and like we don't know what's going on in their personal lives we don't know if they're if they're you know somebody's aunt in the company or somebody's mother or something got covid we have no idea what's happening you know what i mean and like no honest, clue what's going on and to be honest i'd rather have delays than crunch crunch to the devil Agreed. Oh, you know, for sure. for and sure. for and for a company, a game developer company that is used to like being in the office and you know, boom, 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 and distributing things. I mean, obviously, working from home and having a job like that, I mean, that stuff's rough. You know what I'm saying? I, I can only imagine what they're going through. You know, they have a lot of expectations. You know, and them. You know, they, this game is. You know, again, one of the biggest games is going to be dropping. And me personally. I don't want another anthem. So I don't think anyone does. And the thing is, <laughs> so, it's like, look, EA, it, just, just to add to that, 
I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but just to add to that, it's like EA has been getting nothing but vitriol, like even before Anthem, but they've been definitely been getting vitriol ever since. So yep. I don't think they're really <laughs> because no. the, 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 how how big Anthem was supposed to be, like it's gonna be a minute. Like they, in my opinion, they're gonna have to work hard to dig themselves out of that because it's like when Anthem messed up, it seemed it seemed like it like any other thing that they had out. Because of the anthem disappointment, like people like man, FEA. <laughs> right. Game, we don't want that. Even if it's a franchise that you can kind of trust from them, people like nah, FEA because they messed up anthem. Like that's a long thing to battle back from. And again, I know it's two different studios, but if EA would have just took some more time and got the right people up in there, anthem could have been as big as it was supposed to be instead of being riddled with bugs. Like the first six months that the game dropped, right. you know what I'm saying. And again, I'm somebody who bought Anthem on day one, so I was pissed <laughs> when I could not play my damn game that I spent 60, 65, 70 dollars on. You that know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Cassio. That's that's what I that's what I'm talking about. Like I like. To developers of the Cyberpunk 2077 game, we appreciate you for taking your time on this. Yep. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm gonna put it out there. I don't want no yep. bad omens coming back on me or nothing. I ain't seen no death threats or nothing. I appreciate you. Nope. You know, me personally, sure. um, <laughs> um, I'm really excited for the game because, like, yep. my favorite games deal with, like, I don't know, futuristic, cyberpunk, you know, since the, my favorite game of all time is a game called Snatcher on Sega CD. And um, I hmm. think I only played a game that dealt with cyberpunk, um, I guess, like, the genre. Jeez, uh, what was the name of the game? It was Quantum Dream. It was just recently they made it. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Was, uh, becoming human. Becoming human. Oh, I was oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's another like game, futuristic game that deals with a cyberpunk genre. And, you know, I love those kind of games. You know what I'm saying? And like to have a, a game like made in this the new generation of gaming, you know what I'm saying? Like focus on a cyberpunk world. Like. I'm I'm excited to see it, and I don't mind waiting another thirty days if it's gonna be gaming, you know, gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. All right. So with that one, our final. Uh, oh wait, guess, hold on. Oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just just one quick thing, since we're still in gaming before we move on. Uh, for those that have uh, pre-ordered the PS5 on Best Buy. They are sending out emails where you can actually schedule a pickup. Yo, I heard it's been like a little bit of pandemonium and some PS. So one, I've heard that some people <laughs> didn't understand the size that PS5 is. They get in that hole. Um, it's, <laughs> it's fifteen. It's it's fifteen and it's a like half inches tall. So, like the size of a giant yeah. box of Cheerios. It, it's fifteen. <laughs> it's fifteen. Size. Yeah, it's fifteen and a half inches tall. So, like, that's definitely that's probably the biggest console <laughs> that we've had to date. So, yeah. So, yeah. and then I've I've been hearing that there have been some returns happening, but then they're also so it's like there's been like pre-orders, pre-returns, but then they're also flying right back off the shelves. It's just a lot of gaming. And then as we talked about on I think on our last show or the show before that, where people are buying the raw Xboxes because they get Xbox S. Oh yeah. X. So we're yeah. gonna have a lot of little disappointed babies at Christmas <laughs> at Christmas time. So it just seems to be console pandemonium a little bit right now. 
Oh, on both sure. sides. I think Nintendo's like, yeah, see, that's what come out and come out with them. <laughs> yeah, they went to they, I would say I would give it to them. I would give it to them for probably being smart to waiting till next year. Yeah. So. <laughs> they think console wise, they like we just doing games and different kind of controllers. That's that's all we gonna do. We ain't doing nothing else <laughs> right now. Um so really quick, uh, we got a couple minutes to, to finish up this particular subject. Um, and we were talking about, or we're going to talk about the fact that um, Tom Holland has been cast as Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. I was going to say series, but it's a movie that's being developed. Um, I you, you already know me as my, I'm doing my, my air quote fingers, my enthusiasm earlier. Uh, so for those who are Tom Holland fans, on this podcast, how do y'all feel about it? I think it. I think it looks cool so far. This we only got like one little image, obviously, and we're obviously getting a more or less mm, early twenties ish uh, Nathan Drake, like under Sully, because obviously, I think like if you guys are familiar with the games, like he's been with Sully for most of his life since he was an adolescent and he's been under that man's wing ever since so i'm sure sully has took him on many adventure more <laughs> many of which i'm sure were very life-threatening to a child so <laughs> so um uh obviously that they're, they're going with him uh probably going to show him like you know probably try to add something to the lore obviously you know probably to show like one of his earlier adventures with sully and whatever and you know i mean for most of us that know about the uncharted series it's very you know tomb raider indiana jones-esque like i mean both games kind of like derive from uh the motif of indiana jones, indiana and jones yeah. before, so you know it, it's kind of it's kind of cool to really have that again um you know on the you know, larger scale because they try to do it with the Tomb Raider reboot, but I don't think anybody really cared because no. all they, really did, all they no. really did was follow the first game verbatim, from what I heard. So it's yeah, listen, you okay. know, so it's we gonna now now you got me talking about Tomb Raider. See, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, so again, again, woman, woman gamer. Okay, Tomb Raider mm. was very significant. Anybody obviously who played this game played Tomb Raider. I'm talking like classic, even up to the remakes that came up or the reboots, not remakes. Reboots that mm. came out a couple of years ago. I'm a big Tomb Raider fan. So mm. when the movie got when the movie when the first movie got made, because I believe there were two, when the first movie got made, I was kind of excited. But when they cast Angelina Jolie, I knew what it was. Mm. I'm gonna put it out there. Angelina Jolie has small waist, big titties, and she can't act. Okay, so what? <laughs> Okay, this is just things that I flag this podcast as 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 explicit. This is explicit yeah. podcast, just so anybody knows. Because wow. I I was a little disappointed. Wow. I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that myself. I'm not going to tell you. Because okay. to, to me, I'm speaking for myself. But Angelina Jolie can't act. She is, and 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 when she got casted, even though I understood. Because at the time of the first Tomb Raider movie, she was she was big shit in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she just was, even though she can't act. I mean, she was just in a lot of things. And, <laughs> Damn, and, you, you know, at the time of the first Tomb Raider movie, Angelina Jolie was like was like the it girl of Hollywood. So they casted her 
because just like when we talked about, I think we talked about on this podcast, just like when they casted Halle Berry's punk ass as Catwoman. Okay. Okay, okay but that's way more star understandable. Power. Though. That, was, that was a star power. You go argue with me today. I am on a rant. Listen, that was a star power casting, and that's that's why Angelina got casted. Plus, going back to what you were saying earlier, Kyle, kind of the look that they made her—they literally made her look like classic, you know, Laura Croft. You know, you know I'm just gonna say it because while, while we're talking about stunt cast. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm You're sorry. okay. Go yeah, but we're talking we're talking about about women um, in movies and stunt casting that we know is only for either star power or because the director liked that person. And we haven't mentioned Mila Jovovich in the um, Resident oh, Evil movies, <laughs> who was literally only in the Resident Evil movies because her husband was the director. So I feel like. That's, that's the finest, G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's a whole nother, hold up the can of worms, bro. But, but yeah. I will say about Mila, though, Mila, at least to me, Mila didn't, because to me, another reason Angelina became Laura Croft is because at the time when she came out, she kind of looked, you know, I mean, she physically looked like Laura Croft, at least at the time. Mila, in she my did. opinion, didn't. Really look. I mean, I guess Resident Evil has you know a lot of main characters depending on who your favorite is. But Mila didn't really look like anybody. Like 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 uh, Angelina literally resembled Laura Croft. So then she was a big star at the time. She kind of looks the part. It kind of was a no brainer to cast her, even though she is not a good actress and movie bomb. I mean, to you, but I to mean me. the only thing. The only thing with Mila, though, is the fact that even with you saying that, this pretty much, that's why they want, that's why the rub is that she was basically created as a character that never even set foot in the games. So, and still have it pretty good. It was star power. And the fact she was dating, she was, uh, I guess, dating a director, Mila. Mila was dating a director or whatever. Yeah, and now and now they're uh, married, and she's in every movie he directs. Now remember, but also, <laughs> I, now I'll give this to Mila though, because Mila did a good job in The Fifth Element, and can't nobody tell oh, me. Oh, absolutely correct absolutely. on that one. You know what I'm saying? So she yep. did a good job. I, Angela, listen, let's just go on to it now. Angela, <laughs> Have you seen her in Hackers? Why do you why do you hate her so much? I've seen Hackers. I've seen the one where she what was it? Through the bullet? What was that bullet? What was the movie? The assassin movie? Through the bullet. Oh, it's more um uh, want, want it? Want it. Yeah, want it like she's done other movies besides like the goofy <laughs> action films. Listen, she was in with Antonio yeah. Banderas, where they were con people. I forget the name um, of that. It's and something sin. For the record, for those of you watching who have seen the movie Wanted, and, and you're like, oh, wait, isn't that based on a comic? Yeah. Do what we do and pretend it, 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 it The ironic thing, it's, it, the rough thing is that, like, okay, the only thing I will say, as far as that character goes, like, you know, the thing is, she was black in the comics, so yeah. But also, yeah. But also in the but also in the comics, they were all horrible people, and they're much better people in the movies. Oh, and wanted? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, from a moral from a moral standpoint, just watch the movie. Like, do not yeah. read that comic. 
<laughs> so, I mean, so, that, so that was that. I mean, the M plus in the Tomb Raider movies, the dialogue wasn't that great. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, the they, movie just had a lot. Like it was a lot. Oh, they they were popcorn flicks to the to the max, dude. Like yeah, the thing is, like they were B and C level movies that got released in the movie theaters because Angelina was in it. I mean, let's just be honest. The movies did That's what why. they were supposed to do. Like they, they, did what they, like, were they weren't. They weren't meant to be the best movies. They were there. It was like they were there to sell tickets, and that's what they did. So yep, I, exactly I don't, I don't hate them for that. I don't necessarily hate them for that because, like, I honestly, I came out of the movies not hating them. Like, I didn't think they were great or anything or whatever. But it's like, okay, I, I could probably watch it like a few, like every now and then, it might come on TV or whatever. But you know, that's exactly what those movies were made for, and they made bank like they were supposed to. So I that. didn't hate it as much as I hated Halle Berry's Catwoman. How about that? Everybody hated that. So, like, you're not alone. <laughs> Everyone can agree that Catwoman was trash. Okay. Oh, oh. We're gonna have to talk about trash movies one day. That's gonna be. We all gonna have to do our homework. We're gonna have to come up with trash movies one day. Lord, I need a whole oh, show. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. So that was our gaming uh, subject. Do does anybody have anything quick they want to add before we go into our last topic? Anybody? Uh, I think that about covers it on my end. Going once, Jensen. Jensen? Lost Jensen. Oh, did we lose Jensen? Toku Cherry. Okay, so what is our what's our last topic? Just game, gaming, oh gaming. No, 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 no. Like, no, no. We talked. We talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know it's gaming, but we talked about so much gaming stuff. I don't we know did. what the last gaming thing. Oh, we were. Uh, the last one was. I mean, we were talking about Laura Croft, but you don't have to talk about that. Which just segue just, from Uncharted. The, we just, yeah. You know. <laughs> we were talking about. Do how do you feel about uh, Tom Holland being cast as Nathan Drake? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I need to know what the story is before i put any judgments on it because this is like because this is like young indiana jones that young indiana jones movie then i'm like okay yeah i guess i can see it but it's supposed to be current modern nathan drake i'm like okay i, I don't want to be the one to tell you this tom but you have a really bad case of baby face Oh, and Circle gets the square. Yeah. Well, that's why he's sure they made him early 20s. I doubt he's going to be like a rugged late 20s, early 30s Nathan right. Drake. Right. <laughs> I just, I don't I think, see it. I think, I think if that was the case, like if he was older, we'd like be looking at Bradley Cooper as um the person to take over the mantle for um Nathan Drake. I actually, I actually don't think it's bad casting. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say... Uh, if it was current, like since since uh since from as far as I know, it's early Nathan Drake. I'm giving him a maybe. But if it was current Nathan Drake, we need somebody at least with a decent amount of five o'clock shadow. Right. Well, if it if it is if it indeed is current Nathan Drake, then Sony needs to get shoot get shot in the foot because <laughs> it's like because this is my thing because the thing is like look. I, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but at the same time, I'm cautious because this is a Sony production and they don't have the best track record when it comes to movies. Yeah. So that's the only thing I will say. <laughs> I'm going to say, honestly, um, because like Indiana Jones was basically like a 1980s, I'm saying Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Indiana Jones was a, was a huge, huge like movie franchise. And mm-hmm. I, mean, I believe like these, like the story. Is kind of a modern day Indiana Jones, you know what I mean? And to have that kind of it, 
I don't know to, to bring that kind of excitement back to you know what I mean to the, this generation of people. I think is a good thing to do. I think I, I think it's good. You know what I mean to um kind of have that thing where they're you know where we're um looking at old relics and you know what I'm saying just kind of having that whole like Indiana Jones you know what I mean thing yeah. happen again. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that and see what they do with it. Yeah. So I will say <clears throat> so we all know. I'm not the biggest Tom Holland fan, so I'm going to leave him alone. I'm going to stop picking on him for this one. Um, I do agree that it's definitely Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones-esque, um, and I do think having something like that is is good because it's, it's a break from other things. And I, I kind of just lied because I said I was going to leave him alone, but I'm going to talk about him just for one second, only because for me, just for now, I now have to admit, I have only seen gameplay for Uncharted. I haven't played it only because I don't have a PlayStation. So, and I know that that's a, a, a PlayStation exclusive. So I haven't played it myself, but I've seen gameplay and I've watched, you know, clips and, you know, and things like that. For myself, I don't see Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, just from what I've seen. I just, just him, his persona and him, I don't, I don't feel it. Like, I honestly think it was the wrong path. But I understand why he was casted. I don't. Again, we're talking about Star Power. Tom Holland yeah. is kind of young Star you know Power. I mean, we I'm can say you. that with honesty. He's See, young because Star you Power. haven't seen this, so because you have not seen this, I'm actually going to share something with you that you can look at your leisure. So you can see like, for is yourself. It him in, is it him doing something related to the movie? Like a it's, stunt or jump in? Or it's a comparison. It's a comparison. Okay, so I will. I so will watch that. I'll watch it later. We, we, we can we can revisit it later. So we don't want to stay on the topic too long, but you can we can okay. revisit it later. Okay, so <laughs> I guess so. I watched this thing for everybody listening. I watched this thing that Kyle put in. Uh, no, it's, it's not uh, a video. It's an image. It's an image. But, it's a side by side. It's a side by side comparison so, image. So I understand. <laughs> you know, again, we're talking about star power. Tom Holland is kind of hot right now, regardless of how I feel about him as Peter Parker. I mean, he's out there and he's kind of hot right now. So I, I can see that, but it's just, I don't see him like the kind of role, the kind of character that Nathan Drake is. I don't see that in Tom. I just, in his acting and his, I just, for, and that's me personally, I don't see it. So, but as far as like the, what the movie is supposed to be and what it could possibly represent, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind going to see it as long as the movie is made well. You know what I'm saying? Because again, yeah. we talked about, you know, kind of Tomb Raider-esque, you know, uh, Indiana Jones-esque, which Indiana Jones, by the way, again, I don't know. I, I only recognize one through three. I don't know anything that happened after that. I refuse it. I refuse it. Okay, I only acknowledge one through three. Indiana Jones, the franchise, is literally my favorite movie franchise of all time. Like of all time, so, it's my favorite. So, so needless to say, you weren't a fan of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I mean, you did with the name of Al Gore, Jesus, <laughs> and Doctor Faust. Don't get me started on that Crystal Skull movie right now. I refuse you. I refuse you. Okay. I will argue. I will argue that we will argue about that movie another time. In which case, I will be the martyr because I will be the one taking the position of the movie is actually not as bad as people say it is. Hmm. Wait, the only what? thing, I, the only thing I would say is that I love Kate, Bl- Kate Blanchett in it because she was, yeah, like, she, was she's always she was over the top, but I loved her in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I will, so I will say that about it is, um, 
I, you yeah, know, man. so the fact that the fact that Uncharted, this Uncharted movie is kind of Indiana Jones s to me, that's like a high bar because for me, again, Indiana Jones is my favorite franchise movie franchise ever created. So I'm, but I, so I like the, I like the idea of the movie itself because again, I've seen the game, I know what it's supposed to do, and but Holland, I'm so. But I'm open to seeing it, and that says a lot because I'm not really a Tom Holland fan. So it's better than having Ezra Miller. Again, we're gonna that, that leads us into our last even, an even more far cry. But okay. <laughs> okay, so we so with that we're gonna go ahead and jump into our last topic because Laura, we're gonna talk about this forever. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> clear my throat. Let me take a little sip of my tea because I already know we're about to talk about this one. Okay, so I'm telling everybody on every all my people on this podcast, twenty minutes. Okay, I'm just saying because I know y'all about this this subject. So I make no promises. So it has been announced recently. It has also made its way around the news that Jared Leto is going to (laughs) reprise his role as the Joker. And the in the Snyder cut version of the Justice League. And for anybody obviously that has seen the Justice League, he was not in that movie. So everybody has seen Leto's Joker in uh Batman yes, Batman versus Superman. Right? Did I get that movie right? I got the movie right. No, what is it? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Squad. He wasn't in BBS? Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. He wasn't even a thought as Joker yet. I don't think. <laughs> I so that was a miss. That was a mistake on my behalf. Jared Leto was Joker in Suicide Squad. I am so sorry, everybody. So it has been announced that somehow he's going to be in the Snyder Cut. Now we obviously we all have talked about the Snyder Cut. I feel like that is an underlying theme for us on this podcast. We have talked about it a million times before. Yep. And obviously, we have all seen the movie, and in the you know in the cut that got released, you know the Josh Whedon version, there was no Joker. So I think we're all a little intrigued about yeah. what the hell and okay. when it will. So I, this was. I, I just oh, go got ahead. one thing to say, just to start this <laughs> off. I, I'll I'll continue later, but Zack Snyder wins the number one finesser award for 2020. <laughs> yeah, because uh, let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. None of this was in his original plan. What he's done is just take all the fan feedback he's got gathered over the past three years that the movie's been out and, and says, okay, I'm going to put this in my version. I'm going to put this in my version. I'm going to put this in my version. Well, it's also pretty much confirmed there was never really a Snyder cut. He just had a bunch of scattered ideas. And now he's shoving all his old ideas into the movie with a bunch of new ideas. So, and obviously this one was something else because the Joker wasn't in the movie. He wasn't nope. mentioned. He wasn't hinted at. There wasn't a shadow of him. Somebody didn't see him driving down the street. He wasn't over at somebody's house. He didn't. He was not in the movie at all. And now all of a sudden. He's in the Snyder Cut, so I believe if this, if, if I'm not mistaken, this was Cassio's topic, I think. So Cassio, uh, what? <laughs> um, no. Um, all right. Um, well, I mean, I kind of, um, I'm really intrigued. For those who don't like know, I'm actually very supportive of the Snyder Cut. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I still think Zack Snyder's a great filmmaker. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes he doesn't get a fair shake. You know, um, I'm excited to see, like, whatever. And I guess in, in to kind of respond to what you were saying, Toku, about, uh, you know, him basically kind of throwing all these new and old ideas in, 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 into one film, um, I, I honestly don't see anything wrong with that necessarily, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, to have that, because I mean, to, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? The reason why he didn't finish, you know, directing the film, uh, holistically is because he had a tragedy in his, in his, uh, in, in his family, you know, you couldn't really, couldn't really do anything about that. So, um, I just, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's fair. I think it's fair. I think it's like, Hey, you know, let's see your true vision come to, 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 to light because, I really believe that Joss Whedon's involvement in the film is what made it feel so, um, I can't even think of the word, but it just, it just was very uneven. You know what I mean? It just, it wasn't, it wasn't a fully like coherent film. And I believe that's because of the involvement with another director. So if we let Zack Snyder continue his entire, you know, uh, directorial, um, vision, I believe would have got a completely different movie, and and I I think it would have been a good film. But that's 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 me though. But Jared Leto specifically, Jared Leto. I can't say that I can't say that I would not have preferred Joaquin Phoenix, um, this Joker. You know what I mean? In 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 this uh, rendition, I I can't say I wouldn't have preferred it. But I don't know if if Jared Leto got a you know, really, really had a chance to really kind of explore the character of Joker, you know? So I think this, this, this gives him a chance to do that. You know what I mean? And, um, also heard a rumor and this is just a rumor. This is just a rumor. Also heard a rumor that, um, other people would, would be um, returning, well, not returning, but other people would be like making appearances in justice league Snyder cut as well. Uh, namely, <laughs> namely, uh, what's the guy's name? The one that, um, the one that that was 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 Deathstroke. Uh, uh Liano, um, Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I, I can't forget his. I, I Joe. I couldn't. I couldn't say his last name. Joe, yeah, Joe. I couldn't say his last name. But, yeah, I'm but there's there, there's rumors <laughs> that he is actually going to show up in the film as well. There's rumors, like I said. I don't want to be you know held accountable for this, but if if it happens, boom. You know what I'm saying? It's a rumor. That's out there. So we're getting in a, a completely different film, and I'm I'm excited to see it because I didn't I didn't enjoy Justice League, and I feel like if if if, if Zack Snyder got a got a, another crack at it, you know, adding more scenes, adding more characters, you know what I'm saying? Like putting together what he felt like his 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 um, you know, his vision was gonna be. Like I'm here for it, you know, and and that includes Jared Leto. So. I'm ready to see Jared Leto like knock out the park. If he doesn't do a good job, then so be it. But I'm all for like giving the man another chance. You know what I'm saying? Like him and Zack Snyder. You know? All right. Listen, I will give. I will. I will give them another chance. But I still believe in my heart of hearts that hiring a guy who is a known Randian um, to direct to direct a movie a movie series which is the most anti that has the most anti-randian ideals in the world might not have been the smartest idea on hot for hollywood yeah he follows he follows Rand philosophy which is which comes through in a lot of his movies if you've ever noticed 
Yeah, uh, it's my thing is this. There, I'm not gonna sit here and say that like he's all his movies are bad because that's obviously not true. No, 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 no. I'm not I, saying that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying for me personally. Okay. It's just um, because you know, look for what 300 was, I enjoyed it. Like I, I thought 300 was a pretty was a pretty cool movie. I did like the Dawn of the Dead, you know, uh, you know, for it being, you know, it's I mean, it's it's a it's a, an interesting take on the zombie genre or whatever. And it's just like, you know, OK, I mean, movie made me paranoid after I watched it. It did its job, you know. So it's not that he's not capable of of actually doing something good and do it well. The thing is, is that he. A, along with like a lot of other directors that are very good visionary directors, he needs a writing team that can filter out his ideas. Because part of the problem was is that once he was put in charge of orchestrating an entire universe, that's where things kind of started to fall apart. Because for one, Zack Snyder has a reputation of wanting to do too much. If there was no other indication, look no further than the Watchmen because there are three different cuts of that movie. So, <laughs> and the thing is, like, okay, for a lot of folks that didn't really care for Man of Steel, okay, I get it personally. I like Man of Steel. Like, 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 it wasn't, right, it, it wasn't right. <laughs> like it was flawed, but I liked where I, I liked the direction they were trying to go in. A lot of the stuff was right. kind of heavy handed. But I like the I overall like where the potential was going. Mm-hmm. And then he ended they ended up giving him more story control and trying to orchestrate this whole thing. And then BVS happened, which of course we know all the stories. It morphed from Man of Steel 2 to BVS to having Wonder Woman in it to having the rest of the Justice League in it. And it was just like all in the span of a year. And it's like, okay, now I'm worried. Then the movie comes out, and then it's like what gets me is between the theatrical cut of BVS and the what they call the ultimate cut, the ultimate cut damn near feels like another movie because mm-hmm. of the fact that the theatrical cut, they literally cut out key plot points yeah. that would have made his story make more sense. It's like, look, as your job as a director and whatever you're doing in an editing room, it's your job. And this is coming from somebody that is that that edits. Your job is to make sure that your story stays coherent throughout. And that was like one of the biggest issues with BVS because nothing lined up. Even when he did the ultimate cut, some of the stuff made more sense. Granted, it wound up being a more coherent version of the same movie, which, you know, still had Martha, still had Doomsday, still whatever. So still had basically still had Lex Luthor in it, the right. version of Lex. Still had him like, like basically copyright copyright the Justice League logos. All that's still in there. So, <laughs> but but it's just a simple fact that again, he needs to be able to. He needs to only work from a film by film basis. He does not need to direct and try to orchestrate an entire universe because it was obvious that at some point it was not working because suicide squad even though it made money the story itself didn't work Trash. that well nope. and it took and it took that it took like patty jenkins and wonder woman from taking a little bit more creative control 
to at least write the ship with that movie because from those movies, like whatever the case may be, Wonder Woman was still a, a pretty competent movie at the very at the, at its lowest. It's a very it's still a very competent movie, which was a step in the right direction. So that's just where I am with Zack Snyder as a creative mind. Is that I just honestly really feel like he should not have that much story control over a film because he is not that great of a storyteller and it's shown he's not that great of a storyteller especially when he has too much on his plate and literally the dc movies are literally the prime example of it so that's why i'm kind of just on the fence with this whole joker thing because it's like what is adding joker to this movie going to do aside from you just wanting to add more fan service to this film where it's not really needed because Justice League didn't there wasn't even anything that happened in Justice League that warrants Joker being in it. But I think I think that's the I think that's the part that he wants to change. You know what I mean? Like we just yeah. we you feel me cuz it's, it's like we never really got to see Batman, you know what I'm saying, uh deal with yeah. even like one of his own villains in the entire universe of 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 um of the Zack Snyder universe. We never really saw Batman go up against any of his own villains. We only saw him yeah. go against Superman and BBS and um uh, yeah, uh Steppen, Steppenwolf <laughs> and Steppenwolf in, in Justice League. You know what I mean? Right. Like we never got a standalone Batman film. And I believe I, I could be wrong, you know what I'm saying? But I believe that this is kind of this is kind of one of those things where it's like, you know what, there's no reason why this shouldn't be in the film. And maybe, maybe um, we can get a little bit of clarification on what happened to Robin, you know, because all we really saw was a, a suit that had spray paint on it, you know. Well, um, I mean, based based on what he claims to have revealed, basically, Dick Grayson takes the place of Jason Todd in this universe, which so, is a stupid idea. But I will not go into it. I will not go into it. I will not go into it. Like that's that's kind of the thing oh, wow. too. Is like everybody's like again, they saw the suit like, oh, this is Jason Todd Robin. And he was like. Then it was like, or before the movie actually came out, then he was like, then he made that cryptic too, like what makes you think it's Jason Todd. Then he revealed, I think like a year or two after the movie came yeah, out, that it was Grayson. Dick Grayson. And it was just like, it's horrible. so you kill off yeah. Dick Grayson. So how the hell are we supposed to have a Nightwing movie then? <laughs> oh my God, don't get me started on that. Let's not. Yeah, we're, okay. we're going to be all legit, day for that. They legit confirmed that. a Nightwing movie and then he comes out and confirms he killed off Dick Grayson. How then? So, so my thing, so my yeah, thing Nightwing is, better not be somebody else. Better not be fucking Tim Grant or some shit. So. I'm telling you. I'm so sorry. I guess my thing is, so I kind of go, I think I have a little bit of, of Kyle's perspective because like, unless you're, to me, unless you go and put the Joker in another movie, he don't need to be in the Justice League movie. That's just how I feel. He, honestly, I, and, no one, honestly, uh, most of the people in the Justice League movie in the first place had no business being in there. Sorry, I'm talking to you. <laughs> sorry. I was gonna, <laughs> I'm so confused why they use, why they use Stephen Wolf as the big bad instead of, you know, someone who makes sense. Like, I don't know, Calabac or Granny Goodness or the Sad. I mean, if you're going to use a, a servant of Darkseid to herald his invasion, shouldn't you at least use one of the two people who are usually who usually show up to herald his invasions? The Sad or Remind Calabac? me who was who was the villain of BBS? Who was the big guy? Steppenwolf. No, 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 that's Justice League. No, BBS. BBS. Oh no, you said BBS. Um literally Lex. 
it was no, literally left because like that it's like you can't, you can't even really count you can't even really count oh, like doomsday because he was literally oh, just a tool yeah that he was literally was. just a tool he wasn't okay. even the main big bad he was okay. literally just a tool that Lex used at the end of the movie. The villain the whole time was Lex. Was yeah, that? no, 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 you're right, you're right. I was just trying to think of who the character was at the end. I, cause, because going back to what you guys just said, honestly, I, I don't know if they're working up to a dark side, and obviously we don't know if another Justice League movie is coming. Um, so to me, a good villain to use, honestly kind of either would have been dark side or Brainiac. That's just me off the top of my head. Those are names. For a team of like villains like, to associate with the Justice League that yeah. they have problems with, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, first time, I, would, villain, I think it would be like I would say maybe Brainiac, but like honestly, honest, if for, for a movie, I think okay, for a Justice League film, I probably would have gone with Brainiac because, like, the thing is, they're, they're still dealing with in one way or another, like. I guess in a way like Superman's like Rose Gallery in a way. Yeah. So I it's like, yeah. With, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But here's the one I would have gone with, and maybe I'm crazy. I would have gone with Starbreaker, the sun the sun eating energy vampire. Yeah, but nobody, but nobody knows that person. You exactly. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. That's part I, of my I point. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying, but again, the average moviegoer. That star break doesn't mean anything to somebody like me. Like I understand so, that, and it would be a good way to get new people interested in a very interesting and very powerful character. Yeah, and it would give us Yeah, but that's not the goal. The goal is you want to go, you want people to come to the Justice League movie to see these people fighting a villain that you know. Starbreaker is not somebody yeah. and that they use Steppenwolf people to the movie. I don't and, and, and they use don't the main reason why they used Steppenwolf was the fact that, like, isn't like Steppenwolf like a like his nephew or some shit? No, he's actually Darkseid's uncle. Not like that. Or his his uncle. Wow. But yeah, here's, here's <laughs> but, though, like, and this is why I often like mention Calabash. Around Darkseid, it's like they want to introduce Darkseid, but they don't. Know I get how. that, but here, but here's so, the problem: they use Steppenwolf, which makes no sense no matter how you look at it, because Steppenwolf has never been one of Darkseid's. Oh, go conquer this. He's Basically, Darkseid's bounty hunter. He gets the guys that escape from Darkseid. If yeah. you wanted somebody to lead the invasion, you, they should. They really should have used Calabac or Desad. Yeah. So I mean, so we're so we're talking about. So we got. We want to stay on top, but we're talking about Leto. So yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Terry, how do you? I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit, and we're going to get Jensen here too. But how do you feel about Leto being in the Snyder Cut? Again, I feel like Snyder is just putting as much wildness in here and hoping and hoping we stay for the series at this point. Since it's confirmed there's going to be a mini series instead of a movie, I think he's putting as Wait, much what? stuff as he. Oh Wait, yeah, yeah, what? you know. Well, I mean, no. it kind of it kind of is because it's basically being split into four parts. Like yeah, it's going to be four episodic. Parts. It's four movies yep. or like four one hour. No, it's four it's four, hour long. four one hour parts like it's literally yeah. episodic now what is this the crossover from the cw <laughs> it's like i said like, is, this, is this a longer this more than it this evolved more than just a snyder cut he's literally making a new production like okay. all right Terry, go ahead i'm sorry i didn't know but yeah yeah i feel like and but for jared leto's joker here's the thing and i'm going to be burned at the stake as a heretic for saying this i did not hate jared leto's joker I understood what they were trying to do with him. They were trying to up 
to update the Joker's classic gangster persona for the modern era. And it, and the only real, real problem I had with it was one that laugh sucked. I'm sorry that that halting laugh he did was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that thing, yeah. Yeah, because he's pausing in between each laugh and, and it just doesn't feel natural. Like, people don't laugh that way, man. Don't do that. So, that's the only thing I thought didn't work, but the idea, but his, um, but I did feel when he, the little bit we saw him in the Suicide Squad was intimidating. Like, he was getting up in people's personal space, and I felt tension every time he was in somebody else's personal space. I was like, no, no, get back there, stay back there. <laughs> <laughs> right. He didn't seem like he was gonna shoot like every single person. I will give him that. Like, yeah. Somebody yeah. looked at him wrong. He's like, oh, pop! Like that's how that's how it did feel. I will. Yeah, but that. um, other than, other than that, I other than that, I do want to see what he does in the Justice League miniseries. Stay away from stay away from Dick Grayson. I am not kidding. I, I am not kidding. Leave Dick Grayson alone. That I'm man. Is, we'll get a flashback of him getting killed. That's what's gonna happen. I'm close to writing anyway. I'm, I'm calling it now. We're going to get a flashback. Of Why Dick would you kill Big Grayson? It doesn't make sense. It, it really Listen, they sense. killed Jimmy Olsen. Okay. They did. they did smoke him at the beginning. Of the <laughs> 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 that character, <laughs> that character <laughs> barely <laughs> counted. Didn't Gwen die? Who died? Yeah. And the well, well, Gwen well, died. Who died? We all knew Gwen was supposed to die, though. I mean, like that? It was shoehorned in, but we all knew she was gonna die. Like the moment we, the moment everybody found out that Green Goblin was gonna be in the same movie with Green with Gwen Stacy, we knew she was gonna die at the end. Everybody knew. Maybe, again, maybe I did because I'm not a comic book reader. So I was like, really, Gwen? Oh, damn, brother. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The thing, like, killing yeah. Dick Grayson has always been yeah. a no-no. Like yeah. the one, I the idea of the idea that comics have always said that. If any other Robin died, Batman would go insane with grief and become more murderous. But Dick Grayson died, he just quit being Batman. Like every single comic I've ever read has shown that. Like if Dick Grayson ever dies, he's just like, I'm hanging up the towel, I'm done. This whole thing, my son is dead, I'm I'm out of here. It's not worth it anymore. My son's dead, I'm gone. Because it's yeah. dead. Just only just only with the exception of Injustice, even though how he died in Injustice was stupid as hell, but we don't talk about Injustice. That's uh, so we, like, we, we, remember, no, 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 no. While I'm around, we had, we had, we had, we had, we had an agreement. We do not talk about Injustice while I'm around. <laughs> so, so <laughs> we we before, before anybody continues, Jensen, how do you feel about Leto coming into Cyberpunk? Nah, I'm not surprised. I, I really want the guy to be the lad to play the last Joker to come in. I really hope they keep him around. However, they the do with him. No, the really? one oh, 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 okay. about Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think because how Lito been live for it or whatever, let's give him like one last Joker movie or whatever. But then I think the, the Phoenix is going to be the Joker for, for a little bit because he, he played it greatly to me. And so, um, I think you're just doing it, you know, like, all right, be here. You here's like one or two more movies <laughs> and then do what you want with it or whatever. 
Now, um, just to go back to what Terrence was saying, I do think, honestly, you know, Steph Wolf was cool, but Caleb Becker, granted goodness, I think should have been, especially granted goodness, because you brought in the um, female periods. And I think yeah, that yeah. that would have got a lot more, especially mm-hmm. not even just the women, they would have got like a lot more like, Yo, wait, who are these? Who are these? Because you then they'll that got big barter, then they don't ever got us Mr. Miracle because you know, whatever, whatever. But anyway, um, back to the joke, but yeah, I think it's fine. I had no problem with Lito, and I have no problem with him to joke, but then if he's not a joker, I would have no problem with him. That's what that's where I'm at. But Phoenix, <laughs> I want him, I want him, in more. I want him in some movies, yeah, more movies to joke. My bad, yeah. I can agree with that actually. The thing about the thing about I'm just gonna just um, top it off real quick. The thing about Joker and the reason why I'm also not you know um, upset or anything about Jared Leto uh, being the Joker reprising this role in this film is because like Joker is a kind of a character that can be so many different things depending on what story you're telling. You know, like he fits mm-hmm. almost almost every rendition of Batman we've gotten. We've gotten a different Joker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a different kind of Joker, you know what I mean? For nineteen sixties Batman, we had Cesar Romero, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, as a Joker. For um, we had uh, Jack Nicholson for Michael Keaton's Batman, you know. Um, you know what I'm saying? We had um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, you know what I'm saying? Um, for the Dark Knight series, you know what I mean? And like every yeah. time, it's just been a different kind of Joker. You compare those Jokers against each other, and they're very different characters you know what i mean but that's that's the joker anyway sometimes he's not the same one day he wakes up and he's just this maniacally murderous you know villain and then there's other days he wakes up and he just wants to like play around and spread <laughs> laughing gas you know what I'm saying? Over so it's, it's the kind of character he is so having him play with different people is actually really good to see like he has that he has that personality of being basically kind of like a um a street gangster you know what I mean? Who just kind of like has no fear and is a little bit of a little bit of a, a kingpin, you know? Like that part of Joker does exist, and for us to just kind of like see that dynamic, you know what I'm saying? With Jared Leto, I'm not completely totally mad at it because that's a that's a side of Joker we haven't really explored. So we get a chance to kind of see more of it. I'm here for it. I don't think maybe Jared Leto didn't get, you know, a fair shake on his uh, time as Joker. Like um, I, I'm told they filmed a lot more scenes than was than than made the final um, cut or whatever. Um, you know, suicide Squad. Um, suicide Squad. Yeah. So he, he didn't really. That, that kind of begs me. That kind of begs me to wonder, like, whose idea was it to just change who the big bad was going to be if it was a change? Because let's be real, part of the part of the main issue with Suicide Squad, and it's like again, I was willing to give. Exactly. So that we were getting to that. And like the thing is, is that like I didn't necessarily have a strong opinion about Leto's Joker because of the fact that we didn't get a lot of them. Like it was literally he was literally on the in the movie for like five minutes at most in the original cut. Right. Then they made a Joker cut, which I guess added like maybe like an extra 10, 15 minutes or scenes with him and Harley. But the thing is with the story they were necessarily trying to tell. I mean, all it was was just to basically just make backstory for Harley, but it didn't really do anything to propel the story itself, really. So, and it was like, and it was like, hey, we're going into this movie because we think 
the big bad will be Joker and his co- and, and company. And it was like, okay, if they're going to follow something similar to what they did with the animation, which was Assault on Arkham, then it's like, hell yeah, I can, I can get with this. This makes sense. But they didn't. They went with something completely different and went up against a and went went up against a villain that, to be honest, should have killed him within the first hour of the film. Whoa. Like, Whoa. I mean, okay. let's let's <laughs> let's be real. If, if we've all seen Suicide Squad, we we can all say that. Tell me that mm-hmm. there should have been that there was no scenario where they should have survived at the end. None. None. Absolutely none. So, so it was just Man. like it's like y'all did too much with this movie, and that's why folks like wind up being lukewarm about it. Because let's be real, yes, yeah. the movie made money and got a, 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 I guess a participation, a participation Oscar for its troubles, I guess. And <laughs> it's just like it's like, dude, the main reason why people went to this movie with them because they wanted to see what they were going to do with Joker. Yeah. And the fact and the fact that Harley was in it. And the, fact was, and, the was fact, in and the fact that Batman was in it too. For the small too. amount so, of time he was in there. I wanted to see Batman myself. Right. So it was just like, dude, that's why it's just like him being in this movie to me is just like another check off the list of Zack Snyder just doing too much with a movie that apparently only exists now because he finessed AT&T and Warner Brothers out of some more money. So <laughs> So I, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. I just really quick. I, I, I get. I again. I just am curious. Like, what are they supposed? To, I just want to know what they're doing with them. Because in in the movie itself, the goal was to prepare for. You know, they got warning about stuff with and alien. You know, alien technology and all this other kind of shit. And stuff, it was stuff way too old. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And now it's you got Lita in here, and it's like, what? Like who? What? Oh, yeah, where? the movie is like, way too busy. Yeah, yeah just... so I, I guess that's how I feel. Is it, I, I, what you just said? I, I feel like it's getting too busy, and I just I, obviously, again, it's, it's now it's a part of this four four part miniseries. It's now you know that now a thing, but I guess I just I, I I don't see how he fits in at all. Like, why would you? Unless you're gonna throw him in at the end again, because we all have seen comic book movies are throwing in stuff at the end of movies now, so like foreshadow, right? To foreshadow something else that may be coming. I can see maybe something like that, but unless you go put put Leto in another movie, I don't. I guarantee you they're doing this because it's just gonna end up being more bat wank. That's all it is. <laughs> like that's all I can see because let's let's be real. Out of the pat between BVS and this movie, like in in the in the this 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 rehash or whatever, I guarantee you he's gonna go out of his way to make Batman look more like a bat, like more of the badass. Because let's be real, it's almost he like had, bat- he had all the badass moments in BVS, it regardless did. of how badly he was written. He had all yeah. the badass. He moments. did. He did. So. <laughs> It's almost like the rich billionaire with mental issues specifically specifically appeals to the guy who digs Ayn Rand's philosophy. I wonder why. I wonder if there's some kind of connection there. <laughs> right. Mm. So uh, that's, that's kind of how I feel with this thing. And um, I just, I mean, just overall, like why I don't necessarily care as this is going forward. It's just like, again, 
because we still get more stuff coming out uh, surrounding this film uh tiffany you already know where i'm gonna go with this because i already talked about it twice before in the past on the podcast we got more Ray Fisher news today. So we don't have time. So, we don't have time. so now I'm, I'm just going to say this really quick because this is still Justice League news. Apparently now it has apparently been revealed on Screen Rant that apparently that apparently Josh Whedon requested to have certain characters of color skin to be lightened in the final cut of justice oh, and i'm and and i'm reading this i'm reading this and i'm thinking like okay two two things one regardless of regardless of how you feel about josh whedon to me that just seems very weird and two both you and the girl, I can't remember the girl's name, both you and the girl that played Iris West in the movie are already light-skinned. So what oh. are they going to do with that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. The girl who plays Iris. See, now I got to Google. You go it's, ahead. I, gotta, I, I, gotta I, I, for, I forget her name, but I know she was in that recent Antebellum film. I think she was playing opposite Janae, uh, uh, Janelle Monet. I can't remember her name. But she was in that. She was in Dope. Um, okay, I'll I'll find I'll find her. Yeah, find but her. the basically the actress that originally was supposed to play Iris West or whatever, they're claiming that that he wanted them to look, to be lighter in the uh, final cut of the film or whatever. So, look, I was on his side. <sighs> okay, I, okay, just really quick, I googled her so I can see who you're talking about. She's already super high yellow. So I don't know. Lighter, I I don't get. White. It's like, like it's like again, the more stuff that comes out surrounding this yellow. film, the more that makes me do that make the more it makes me not want to see it oh because god. it's just weird now. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. All right. Like we we definitely gonna have to add that in because I did not know that there was something else going on with that. I don't Man. I really don't even know how to respond. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have to deal with that one next week. Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna hold that. So put a pin on that, follow Marvel. We're gonna hold mm -hmm. that one. okay so i'm gonna so you know we're obviously we're nearing toward the end of our podcast and normally i give everybody like five minutes but this time in the interest of time i'm gonna give everybody two minutes to do a quick wrap up um so toku terry you go first is there anything anything you wanna any final thoughts for tonight final thoughts if the if the rumors about the adult about the adult aimed um power rangers are true i it will be very interesting to see as long as they don't mistake adult oriented for needlessly grim dark. It's not the same thing. Um, um, okay, I, when I heard adult oriented, I thought of something. Company. Yeah. Um, also, Cyberpunk needs to come out. Cyberpunk, look, I would say you need to come out already, but you know what? As long as you're not putting your employees through crunch, do whatever you got to do. And uh, Zack Snyder. If you're watching this podcast, I like you as a person. I just think your your the philosophy you follow of Anne Rand's Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged is a terrible, toxic philosophy, and I do not agree with it. No offense to you as a person, just offense to you as a from a philosophical standpoint. That's all. That's all. All right. Uh, uh, follow Marvel. Your final thoughts. Uh, 
yeah um just overall you know it's like people really need to calm down whenever a game gets delayed because if anything if there comes a time where a developer has to delay a game to uh, fine-tune some things y'all should be happy so um you know i i get being upset that it's like hey it's not make it's not coming out this time or whatever it's like hey number one they're fine-tuning some things so you can have a better game too for me personally i have more time to play uh before i have to play it so uh that works out for me uh other than that um you know uh uh just overall uh i hope for the halo fans that when infinite comes out it actually meets people's expectations mm -hmm. because because we've we've seen these things happen with other titles before and it and did not go good for them in the end so um a la uh, uh an anthem hopefully mm. it won't be so I was, again we've seen this happen before but let's Hope for the best that Halo fans' uh, appetites will be sa uh, satiated once it comes out. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, we got to wait and see what they do uh, with uh, Uncharted coming through. I mean, hopefully they have some competent people. Like, I would even argue, hopefully they have some of the original writers from the game series to at least contribute to the movie to kind of, like, you know, help with story crafting and stuff like that. Because we know what happens with video game adaptations when solely hollywood executives get their hands on them we, it <laughs> yeah and soon to be monster hunter in that uh i think next month maybe hey just so, because Mil um, just because Milo jokovic is in the monster hunter movie doesn't mean it's listen her and her husband are a part of this movie is basically going to be resident hunter <laughs> month for <laughs> evil okay ti is in it ti is in the movie so it's like it's like I have I have no faith in this movie. Like, look, the monsters look cool. I'll say that, but uh, yeah, uh, we yeah. like I said, we we've seen it happen before. All we have to do is just wait and see with uh, Uncharted. Um, and uh, yeah, as far as a uh, good old Lido Joker, Cholo Joker. Um, <laughs> That's sure. I got. I I, I I gotta move. See, that was your two minutes. That was your yeah. two minutes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying, just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Justin, what's your wrap up? All right, shout out to uh, Nia DaCosta being the first black woman to direct a Marvel movie. Yay! We didn't talk about yeah. it. Yeah, hey. she'll be directing Captain Marvel too. Let the hate Looking forward begin to that. even more now. Yep. Because they hated on Captain Marvel in the first one. God, that's a whole nother show. For nothing too. at all. For nothing at all. If you had a problem with her acting, that's fine. But since you want more diversity, oh, look at these um guys in the so, ring since like the 60s and 70s. Like, well, I don't like how this man shut up. <laughs> but uh, now as a black woman directing one of the more hated movies in Marvel because the lead, the lead one was like strong as hell and just kicked ass the whole movie. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like okay. Okay. So my my quick two wrap ups is kind of all uh, a little mostly gaming. Um, I'm looking forward to. I, I really am planning on picking up the last morning comment. So if, if I don't get to it, if anybody on this podcast loves me enough, you can get to me. Okay, I'm easy. Um, otherwise, you know what I'm saying. I am actually am looking forward to that because I do think the story is mad unique. Um, and uh, I, Halo. 
don't know what to say about Halo. Like, I, I really do hope it comes out and it is what it is because, again, for a game to be, to cost 70-some dollars, I really don't want 2004 graphics. You know what I'm saying on gameplay, mm-hmm. so I'll you know I'll say that like like make 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 it make it make sense. You know what I'm saying with that. Um, I'm okay with Cyberpunk being pushed back because like we all said before on the podcast, we don't need nothing unfinished. Games are getting to be way too expensive, and that's something we Kyle and and, and Jensen and, and Toko Terry. That honestly, inflation that's kind of something we may need to talk about. I think we talked about on a previous one, um, but games are getting way too expensive. For it to be unfinished, for stuff not to work, you know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. things not to look right, and so if they got to push it back a little less than a month to get it all together, especially if they're they're shipping for current gen and next gen consoles and PC. They're pretty. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that delay. I agree uh, with what Justin said on his about and what we all said earlier. Death threats are necessary, especially when it ain't your name and reputation on the line. Like you have no reason to send death threats to anybody for a game that all you're going to do is buy. Like that's that's it. So I'm gonna need everybody to calm down, you know, put that mountain dew away, drink some chamomile tea, you know what I'm saying? Go to a therapist <laughs> and get that shit together. Um random, because I got like 30 seconds. Random, we didn't talk about it, we talked about it a little bit in our chat, but random, the great pumpkin's not gonna be aired nationally this year, and I'm a little sad about that. Um, it's going to be exclusively on Apple, which is whack. So apparently Apple bought the rights to Charlie Brown. This is what we're in, people. Companies are buying the rights to classic movies and shows, and I'm a little sad about that because I watched The Great Pumpkin in So that's my little random thing that we didn't really talk about as part of my close-up. So, uh, so that's our show, y'all. You know what I'm saying, y'all? You know what I'm saying? That was everybody. I want to thank uh, Cassio Logic, Fallen Marble, Tofu Terry, the light skin assassin, Justin, even though that's not how he introduces himself. <laughs> I want to thank all of you guys for, you know, being on a podcast again. You know, it's all, again, it's always a great time when we always get together. It's always lovely jokes. And knowledge, like I learned a lot of stuff from a lot, a lot of you guys every week, and I hope it's the same for y'all whenever I talk. Even though we get into debate sometimes, especially following Marvel, but following Marvel, oh for sure, for sure, man, come on. So you know, that's why we here. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this show. I appreciate y'all, and we will see y'all next time. See ya. All right, peace, peace.